So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ad Brothers Test Podcast. You know, I like to Bros. welcome uh, the inaugural one, two, three, half of the Ad Bros are here. The other half, couple are sick, some are out of town, and some just have other obligations. They couldn't make it. Blame it on Trump. Blame it on I, Trump. I just want to thank the good people at Electro Positive for uh, hosting us here and having us here. So, you know, just want to give a quick round of applause for them. <laughs> All right, cool. So, ad bros, what does it mean? Who are we? So, you have, just to introduce really quick, you have myself, Tony Stallion. Tony Stallion? So, I went on the Wu Tang oh, yeah. Clan name generator. Oh, okay. just getting beat. I can no shit. That. I put, I put so we could call it TS for sure. And then we have my man I'm, to my left, Easy Rose, baby. Yeah, Easy, Easy Rose. Rose. Yeah. Call me Rose, man. All right, you sounded real smooth. Real. And Rose from Brownsville. You Brownsville, know. Rose from Brownsville. Absolutely. And then we got to the front. I'm just going to stick with AD, man. It just make my life a lot easier. I'm AD in person. I'm AD with my closest friends. I'm AD at the job. I'm yeah. AD probably not with my closest, like my family back home. Yeah. Come from Atlanta. But yeah, the rest of the world know me at AD. Right? All day. All right. day. <laughs> All day. So if we ever release this as a behind the scenes, you're going to hear a lot of cursing. A lot of foul Behind shit. the scenes. This shit going to sound like an N.W.A. album. <laughs> uh, you heard? 1990. All right. So first off, I mean, the introduction story. A.D., you one of the OGs, so I'm going to let you uh, okay. kind of take the reins and go from there. I mean, if you think about it, right, you know, we all been, we all used to work together, obviously, an agency from years ago, right? Uh, multicultural agency. So, you know, obviously, I'm in the creative department. You guys, obviously, you're doing everything from production to media buying to, you know, account leads, right? Basically, yeah. But, you know, if you really think about the term ad bros in advertising, I think advertising, like, what black people represent, I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's like, what, 4 or 5% of the known market itself. So that idea of ain't that many brothers and sisters in the game. Not and much. if you're talking about brothers in general, we're just not really that, right? That idea that, um, you know, when Spike talked about, like, you know, where are the brothers on the wall and do the right thing, right? Well, that was like, you know, the ideal of what the name ad bros could be. Like, you add brothers or advertising brothers or brothers in advertising or just bros in general just talking about what we do. So that's, in my opinion, like, the origins of it. Like, you know, we had other names, but I think for PC purposes, ad bros work. <laughs> yeah, I like if that. you know what I mean. I like that. I like that. Uh, brothers on the wall. <laughs> we're the brothers on the wall, man. I like that. Um, so I'm just gonna give just my little interpretation of it. Yeah, go ahead, um, man. Bros, it really started out as a as a text thread. Yeah, mm. and um, it's like three years. Like we had like three years deep in this shit too. So, like, I think it's longer than that. Maybe longer than that. Nah, I think it's longer than three, bro. I, I, I'm gonna tell you why. I just feel like it's three. I think it's longer. I agree with AD, but I think I tell I'll tell you why I think it's three years is because. He does like an award ceremony yeah. every year. Yeah. So I felt like we're, we just hit our third one. So like that's why Sh- I just count. Shout from Queens. <laughs> we we'll call him Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> Ghost, AKA Ghostface Killer. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just like one of those things like, you know, all of us work together. And, you know, I, I knew you cats. But I wasn't as close. I know AD's had like some shows and shit, art, art shows. I always pulled up for those. Um, but I felt like the text thread actually brought us really together and we were able yeah, to like really collaborate and just bounce thoughts off one another. You know, working in this industry, part of what AD said, it's not like a lot of us. And to have that common, that commonality, like that common thought, it's like, fuck it. I know I'm not crazy. Like, I right. know I'm not bugging. Right. We're not just seeing this shit. Right. Or like, you know, you might say, oh, I seen this shit happen at work. And then everybody just jump in and say, oh, this, this, and this, this is the reason... And it's just good to have, to be, to share a thread with cats who are, like, all really fucking smart. And then, like, too, like, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, if you talk about where I'm from in Brooklyn, it's associated and synonymous with a lot of bullshit. And cats is from all over. Like, this text thread, we got, we got the South representing. Ooh. We got Midwest ATL representing. Ends. We got New York, Shots Queens, out. Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's like, everybody's Trifecta. on the same page. And it's nothing but intellectual cats in there. So it's like... You know, we have, we got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. In so we's like, yo, let's let's make this, this shit could be a podcast. And that's how, like, we came we to here. this shit today. Yeah. So we here. Um, yeah, I'm a, as as AD noted, you know, I was the last member added. 
obviously because I was the last person to quit. The agency. <laughs> and I guess I guess they were worried. I think I was. I, guess, I think I was. Oh yeah, you were. <laughs> I was. But I guess they they didn't know if I'd be snitching or if I, if I would air it out. So I guess they added me after I left. But it's cool. I I love it. Um. I can't say how it started, but I can say what it means to me is it's a very strong brotherhood of cats that I really respect in all facets of creativity and business. And the thing for me, it means a lot to me because like growing up, I mean, having parents, my parents all work in, you know, New York City jobs. And I don't think we announced it in the beginning, but we're we're all right now locally based in New York City all over. And, you know. My parents worked in jobs where you have to take a test or it's a city job. And I've never had cats that worked in the ad business or in in entrepreneurship in general that can kind of I can learn from and and gain the ropes. You know, growing up, it was always just, oh, just take this test or join the fire department or join the police department. And I think as E said it, just to wrap my my, uh, soliloquy up is that, that I felt like. It showed me that I wasn't crazy for pursuing something that wasn't, mm. um, I guess, what people would think is a guaranteed job with guaranteed benefits. It's like sometimes you have to take a chance to open up the doors for other people of um, my, you know, from my family, you know, that are going to come up, like my little nephews and, co- and cousins and, and, and nieces and stuff. So, like, I just looked at this as an opportunity just to learn and sit back and learn and grow um, from all facets when it comes to relationships because uh, some cats are, cats are married, some are single, some are uh, dabbling in whatever they do, and and and, and, and you know and travel because travel is a big thing. Oh, that's a huge thing, a huge yeah. thing yeah. that I love. And you know uh, we can get into that or save it for another podcast. But I know we've all traveled to exquisite, great places, and you know I would love to give some. I would love for us to give our, our detailed advice. You know, so for people out there who might be scared to travel or just scared to like. Just take a chance, you know, and just let them know, like, hey, like, we've done it either with our um, significant other or solo, and it's, it's not hard. Well, you it's, just got to go do it. What's that old saying that, uh, you know, with uh, uh, you know, a real wise man is a travel man? And I mm-hmm. think the goal overall with all of us is to be these wise men, right? And you want to go learn how to be wise from other wise people. And exactly. I just think traveling is, like, metaphorically and is literal, right? You can... You know, you can figuratively travel. You can literally travel. You can metaphorically travel. Right. It's one of those things that traveling is all in the mind. Right. It can be a physical thing. It can be a spiritual thing. It can right. be a lot of different things. And I, I think all of us in our life travels, it's cool that we're meeting here right. yeah. on this podcast. And just when we met Actually, our Actually, I'm glad agency. that you said that. Fuck it. We're going to go off topic. 20, 2017, tell me your, the best place you traveled to last year or your favorite place you traveled to last year and why. Well, last year, I didn't travel as much. I did a lot of traveling for work. But um, me and my wife went to Copenhagen, mm. right? Talk um, about it. Yeah, Copenhagen. yeah. Copenhagen's cool. Um, <laughs> I'll I, I give you a rundown. i give you a rundown. Art. Two black folk in Copenhagen. Yeah, and very much so. It wasn't that many black people there. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, um, music was cool because we were playing black music, right? Art, dope. Um, the architecture, dope. Like, the city planning and the civic planning. All that junk stuff is dope, right? And the coffee, really good. Mm, the food, I love coffee. The food, yeah. trash. Damn. Damn, food trash. Well, because it's just—I mean, if you think about like Northern Europe right. versus like Southern Europe, Southern Europe is kind of close to yeah, like France has. Yeah, great well, food. great food in Italy. Yeah, well, these Italy. guys are influenced by other cultures, right? Or they've been invaded by other people, like yep. right, right, definitely right. by Africans or whatever, right? Exactly. But, yeah. But if you think about like those Nordic countries. I mean, one, they don't have a whole lot of spices. It's cold. Um, I mean, food is functional. It's not like mm. this thing that you use to celebrate, right? It's, it, it lacks emotion. So that's what it was. It was a food that wasn't, it was trash. But okay. the hot you, dogs are good because they invented hot dogs. Drinks are great, too. Oh, okay. Just think it's just a reflection of the culture, right? right? If you think about most of Europe where it's cold, well, they don't have an abundance of, you know, like horticulture. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you think about like places in like South America, Africa, the Far East, well, you know places where indigenous people will have origins of, they have a whole lot of like things to choose from, right? So if you think about most of Europe, you know they have more of a diet that's based around like 
dairy or like you know root vegetables and things of that nature. So the flavor notes are not going to be as flavorful as mm-hmm. you coming from like a, a certain country in Africa or certain countries like in South America, right, where they use a lot of spice mm-hmm. or indigenous spices in right. those areas, right? Or the animals eat the food or the the, the vegetation in those regions so you can get that kind of flavor from the animal. Not going to get that there, right? Because, you, know, you know, it's pretty bland for the yeah. most. So, but the architecture there is the bomb. Ooh, okay. The bomb. That's good. You know, architecture, go there. So, you know, art, design, definitely go to, so, so, definitely go to Copenhagen. So I'm going to pass this to Rosé with the, with the caveats based on what AD said. So tell me your favorite place based on art, food, and culture, and then if you want to add anything to that, you know, from like just your experience, just just go ahead, dive in, man. Well, I would have to break it up a little bit. Um, I felt like the best place <laughs> it was Ibiza, uh, Spain. Mm-hmm. Dope. Um, when I was there, I didn't have an opportunity to like check out the art and shit because like I was just ch- hanging out on my birthday. So I was just really going. All right, I'm here. I'm gonna go out, whatever. Go to like these little spots. Check check out like these little bars here and there. Get some food, but like I really didn't. I mean, the food was good, uh, but as far as like like what was really good, I think the lamb was like really good. Oh shit! The lamb no. was was really good there, um, and the people were like super chill because it's like a party city. Um, I didn't do too much like drinking. Like they offered me like a lot of drugs there. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't fuck around with that shit because I was there by myself and right. I didn't. Yeah, you gotta be on your toes. Yeah, man. Like I didn't want to wake up in somebody's trunk or yeah basement. For, 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 <laughs> for listeners uh, diving in, if you are not familiar with the hood experience, you have to know that if you are intoxicated, you can end up in somebody's trunk, <laughs> and you will or basement for money right. or, or, or or for some Newports and Hennessy, depending on <laughs> depending on who's doing the kidnapping. Right, you know, right. your life might be worth less, but you know. You got to think about those things sometimes. But, oh, oh actually, yeah. I'll ask this question after um, I tell um, my, my story. But, yeah, continue. Yeah, Sorry. Um, just but from, like, a cultural standpoint, um, when I went to India, I was in New Delhi. I did the uh, Golden Triangle. So, like, I did New Delhi. I did Jaipur. I did Agra. I saw the Taj Mahal. If you're just talking about just visiting the Taj Mahal, like, how it was, like, perfectly designed. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, how it's every, meant for the, uh, the the king's wife, right? Exactly. Has, right? So it was for right. his. It it's actually a mausoleum, yeah. And it's for his wife, and it's like supposed to be like a lot of secret doors in there, uh, where there's like. Did he had multiple wives, or just that one. No, he had multiple wives. Oh, okay. He had multiple wives. <laughs> yeah, some jealous well, this women. Was his I favorite wife. Okay. His favorite wives, and she died having their like 14th kid. Oh damn, 14. 14th kid. Yeah, I think it might have been his 14th kid, but. She had a few kids by him. Gotcha. But, okay. I'm then, like, Jesus. <laughs> this, the, the symbolism, Whoa. This the symbolism, like, I think it was made in 1653 because there's 16 gardens and 53 pools. So, like, that's how you would remember. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think from a culture standpoint, just the art there, the architecture, like, that shit was really Gotcha. Um, for me, sheesh. I only traveled to two places. Some kind of only split. travel to two places. So, some kind of you know splits. how many motherfuckers I know don't travel. All right, my period. <laughs> you know how many people. I like how you started on us just now. Go there, from right? Queens to the Bronx. Right, it's like cross the bridge. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say Cuba. Let me make me get that. Will, will, will probably be the will probably be the my favorite last year, um, based on the criteria I gave you guys. Because I mean, one to me, the. You know, the art was phenomenal because they don't, there's yeah, an embargo on like supplies and and trade. So they don't have much out there. So the items that they that they are able to use to create art is just phenomenal. So to right. me, it's just like the creative thinking out there is just incredible. Um, the food, I said, as I said before, we got on air in some places is really good. I forget the book. I got to get the name of it. But one of my friends who went out there told me, there's a travel book and it has a list of restaurants and every restaurant in there is delicious. Right. He's a creative, so I, I trust his judgment. But like I went to like maybe two places and the food was was really good. Um the there were a lot of places it was sketchy, but you know, 
if you've been there, or if you know about Cuba, you know, like, because they have a lot of tourist travel, be- when Obama opened up the border, it was just, they were losing a lot of supplies, so I can see why sometimes they, like, sometimes I'll be at a restaurant and it, and I'll go through the menu and literally pick three meal, three different meals in a row, and they'll be like, oh, we don't have that, we're out. <laughs> oh, we don't have that, we're out. Right. We're and out. I'll be like, yo, what the fuck do you have? And they'll be like, all right, <laughs> let's start with what you got, and then I'll make a choice from there. Um, oh, and just the co- and, and, and just the culture, man. I, lo- I love um, Latino and so- music. I'm, you know, my family is Latino, and I just love salsa, and you know, everything just out there is it's it's like a weird. Um, juxtaposition of beauty yeah. and pain because it's beautiful because like a lot of the homes and yeah, architecture yeah. as you said in Copenhagen is beautiful and paintings and everything but then the people are suffering so that's the pain part. well I shout out like, to Trump for putting that you know that, that actual proverbial foot in their throats exactly right since we can't even go back no actually right? actually we can go back until don't quote me on this but we could go back until September 2018. So if you have a ticket or if you're trying to get a ticket, you can go before. Uh, you could do a direct flight before, I think, September, and you're good. Okay. But don't quote me on that. Do don't your research. Me. All right, Google. Google that All shit. Right, fuck that. Um, so, yo, just to wrap this up, because... Um, well, this segue is into, like, the topic about the jobs thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good segue into that topic. Oh, oh no. I was just going to ask one more thing about travel okay, um, sure. that, that you, uh, Rose kind of brought up. Um, I was reading like James Baldwin and thinking of um, Langston Hughes. And the question is, when you traveled, how did you guys feel? Like as opposed to America where, you know, there's a lot of if you live in under a rock, you wouldn't notice. But there's, you know, there's some racial tension out there. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. But, you know, I'll start off and just kick it to you guys. When I when I was in. Cuba, I just felt a hundred percent safe. Like I felt like I didn't have to wash my back. I didn't feel, I feel yeah. like I didn't have to worry about anything. I shit, I had a chip on my shoulder. Like fuck it, I'm good. Yeah. Right. How, how did you guys feel when you guys were in your respective? Um, in, in both in both uh, places, like I felt great. Um, especially in India, though, I, I'm I'm not sure. Like there's a lot of black people there. Yeah. But, so you, as you know, it's like a lot of Hindu people. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of Muslim people there. Right. And it's like you know we can go to the history of Gandhi and. There's the back and forth between right. Hindus and and, yeah. and Muslims, but everywhere we visited, from like the Taj Mahal to like uh, uh, Red Fort, like people showed me so much love. Like these cats mm. were like taking selfies and like trying to put me in the selfie. Right, and right. I'm like, I'm like, Got that a these, lot. I'm like, look at these cats, man. Like, and then I was just showing love. Um, a lot of people went to shake my hand. I felt like I was. I don't know, man, a celebrity on a low. So, um, I mean, really good feeling. I've traveled to a lot of spots, and I think the only place I can truly say I felt somewhat unsafe, I don't even gonna say unsafe, but it was just like, yo, you gotta watch Uneasy. out, motherfucker. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, watch it was back. Egypt. I mean, it's mm. sad to say that because, you know, they got so many yeah, the home beautiful brand, antiquities, yeah. the pyramids. And look, let's be real about this. Look, all that shit that we're like romanticizing about. People give a fuck about that, like mm. in Egypt, because they're dealing with real things, right? right. They battle can feed their families. Either you got it or you don't, and you, people badly got it over there for yeah. real, right? Exactly. Because um, you know the country right now and for a while, unfortunately, um, their biggest cash cow is tourism because they don't really have a whole lot of natural resources. Right, right, right. They got a lot of sand, a lot of glass can be made from that, and they got rubber. Yeah, but that's about it. So it you gets know, old quick. It gets old quick, and more than anything, it's still. I mean, and nothing against my Muslim brothers. So it still ran in a very old school manner. Mm. Uh, Muslim country is a Muslim country, yeah. right? Uh, Alexandria was very um, liberal. Almost felt like Brooklyn or certain parts of the of like New York or whatever. Uh, Cairo was crazy. It's Twenty million motherfuckers there. I'm good. I saw the pyramids. <laughs> that was great. Got the hell up out of there. Boom. Whatever. That should sound like New Delhi. Yeah, it's crazy. Luxor was dope because it was like going into the tombs and you see all this beautiful. Mm art and cartouches and hieroglyphics and like it's that's that's doping in the pyramids in my opinion gotcha. right because you really can't see the pyramids when you're up on them they're just too big yeah, right exactly and you know i ain't trying to be funny driving to the pyramids it's, it's a lot of pollution in, in egypt oh yeah. wow really? because of you know unfortunately they don't have a whole lot of civic service like right. you know sanitation like we take those things for granted for granted like people even, picking up trash i mean i assume yo the now the a lot of trees the, not a lot of trees, but they had trees like you know in neighborhoods. Okay, but overall, yes, yeah, not a lot of trees, 
And, you know, um, it's trash, like, in the now, bro. Oh, so, shit. Now, like, it's, like it's, the Hudson. Now, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's deep, man. So, you know, I appreciate my brothers and sisters there. I was always into Egyptology, got informed. I don't have to go back, and I love them, but <laughs> uh-huh. rock on. All right, yeah, cool. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, you know, I don't know if safety segues into it, but so, you know, the next topic I had on list it's a new year. So happy new year. It's 2018. If you didn't know, uh, unless, you're ch- unless you're Chinese and the Chinese new year coming up, you're, you're in 2018. What's the year of, what year is it? The Chinese new year? Uh, I think it's the year of the dog. Is it? Oh, yeah. I gotta look it up. I gotta look it shit up. But, um, so what does the new year mean to you at work? New opportunities. No, I got, got a promotion. You got to be careful. Oh, okay. I got a oh, promotion. Oh, shit. Congrats, bro. Yeah, I finally took three goddamn years, <laughs> almost four years, but I got a promotion. Word. All right, shout uh, That was cool. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, where I'm at is a tech company that does a whole lot of advertising type. Mm. I wouldn't say projects. We don't do anything media related. It's all like gotcha. experience design, but yeah. it still uses a lot of the advertising antics in terms of briefings and you know, approaching the work with a, a creative idea based off a brief. And, you know, even how we pitch back to the client, like some of our ideas around, you know, what we're trying to design for these guys. It's still in that lane of advertising, but it's not advertising. But I, I just sometimes think that, you know, what's going to disrupt that? Because that kind of disrupt advertising, right? Mm-hmm. And disruption can happen with any and everybody nowadays. It's not just the music industry. It's not just... You know, uh, taxi drivers, it's not just delivery service. Like, disruption can come from anywhere. And I work for a company that actually, you know, help other industries disrupt themselves. But I feel like we may go through our own disruption. But I, I'm not really tripping. It's like, whatever. Gotcha. It's just a yeah. job. What about you, man? How you feel about New Year? Um, I'm not really tripping about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, my approach is, like, everything that I do, like, I want to win. So Gotcha. Yeah. Do year you in, wait, year out. Sorry, do you wait until? Are you one of those people who wait until the new year to be like, no. all right, I'm gonna start? No. Okay. No, I mean, I, I think, I mean, for people that do that, I mean, it's cool, whatever. But I'm just like, I know where the end goal is with like a lot gotcha. of shit because I know I don't have that much time, right? So anything I do, like, is a start and is a finish for me. Yeah. So I'm working towards whatever that shit is, like, but I already had it out in my mind two years ago. Three years ago, you know what I mean. So, for me, it's just like, all right, it's just about making adjustments, right? Because, I mean, for me, in a lot of ways, and especially in this industry, and you, you know, you hit on something early earlier that was like really, um, it stuck out to me because you talked about your parents, right? Yeah, and you also talked about like, you know, when you were coming up, what was important was take this test, take that test, right? Like I grew up where it's like, all right, go to church and go to school. Yeah, like, go to school yeah, to do what? And it's yeah. like, you know, you're not. I felt like in a lot of ways I wasn't cultivated in gotcha. a way where right. it's like I, could, I, I totally get where right. it's like, yeah, yeah. yo, you know what? We're gonna fucking put this money together and send Rose to learn how to fucking computer science or right. like coding or do some type of shit like that. Like my summers was like fucking basketball, hanging out and all that shit. So. Right. The point I'm trying to get to is like in this game we're at, we're always I don't want to use hustle because that word is like kind of cheap. Right. But to your point, it's like You're looking for that next. Dumb motherfuckers who took that approach, like, they just looking for a pension. It's like I'm I got this job. Yeah. It's still no pensions. Right. Ain't no pensions. Like Ain't you no gotta pensions. keep working. You have to you keep moving stack. around. And you, you gotta, gotta, stack, gotta stack. And you gotta but you're all you're always until you have your own shit. Oh, I'm getting a liquor store. Yeah. But you always, but but this industry teaches you how to bet on yourself. You do because you're betting and you're competing mm, like that, every yeah. fucking day. You do, you know what I'm saying? So like that's what I've learned. Um, so like that's just my mindset. It's right. like the fuck, like you know, Kobe talk about that Mamba mindset. I'm not comparing myself to Kobe at all. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like, say, are you the same beast? <laughs> and it, but a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, my bad, damn, my bad. Yo. But you know what I'm saying? So like I have things that I know that I want to do. Yeah. And Respect. that shit is gonna happen regardless. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. Happen, I don't yeah. because it's like again, I don't have that much time. Yeah, left. and you don't want to get comfortable. But what about you? So for me, I mean, New Year's means motherfuckers getting brown box. This is true. That's true. ASAP. It's very true. So, it's true. So 
Personally, I have had a positive New Year experience. And for you guys that don't know what brown box means. Oh, yeah, tell them. It means that they fired your ass. Yeah. And they bring a brown box to clear out your room or your desk or your cubicle. You know what I learned now? What? You still carry a brown box, but... Oh, but now the brown box is huge. You, you you leave immediately. You leave immediately. And then you come back. Oh, no, they time. mail it to you. Oh, not they well, mail it well, they, okay. they let you come back. They let late, you back in the building. Late nah, night, nah. HR stands over your shoulder while you're clearing out your desk. Yeah. Uh, Some guy came back last week. I was scared. I thought he had a shotgun. He might. Yeah. I was like, damn. He's old school. He got to be over 40. It's called brown wow. bag. Brown bag. <laughs> brown bag. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, for those in, in the industry you work in, you know, the new year can be very positive but it can also mean with new because there's new representative there's new there's a new cco yeah yeah, yeah. there's new heads of different um departments and it's just like yo like they sometimes they they use that as an opportunity to clear house whether they've lost a client or they have new people right you know you just like 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 rose said you gotta be on your on your on your toes and you gotta be ready to move, and you gotta be knowing how to hustle. Yeah, you gotta nimble. And you gotta be I think, nimble, man. I think you just got, you know, that, my only piece of advice, New Year's, always keep your connects close and your networks close, and just don't get comfortable. Like, like just keep keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. you know, speaking of that, speaking of, uh, of the ad game, this leads me to my next point: favorite ad of the year. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, or or activation if you don't have an ad. Because I, 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 I have like an activation. Okay. I don't really have an ad. I mean, look. Rosie, I'm going to let you think because I know you ain't yeah, bringing I, I mean, look. Hey, I mean. Yo, jump into it, man. I mean, look. Know. I haven't watched a whole lot of primetime TV, right? But I do follow things on Ad Week and, you know, like Ad Age and, you know, you know, Fast Company or whatever. So I'm just going to say the one I like the most. It kind of hit me the hardest. I ain't going to say the hardest, but it was. I feel like it did a couple different things very well. Um, it's this thing called Earth. Right mm-hmm. by by Apple, right? Uh, shot on the iPhone. This is part of that whole shot on the iPhone campaign. Gotcha. Actually, I um, like that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that whole campaign basically used user generated content, or what we call UGC, um, to basically create a con- create a campaign with people utilizing their products, um, such as iPhones, iPads, or whatever, to you know create this shot on the iPhone campaign. But this one particular one I was talking about Earth, and I felt like. Apple sometimes do a good job hitting up the culture when it's contextual and relevant. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you know exactly. you're talking about, like, global warming. Uh, he had this uh, voiceover from this guy by the name of Carl Sagan, and he was mentioning about, like, this ocean, this notion about Earth, right? Like, it's nothing like it. You know, Earth is where we make our last stand. It's, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and preserve and cherish the only home we ever know. That came directly from the campaign. That's a VO. And I just feel like the campaign did a couple of different things well. It got people who are creatives involved mm-hmm. by user generated content. It used great storytelling around this notion of earth. And it narrated like that whole point beautifully with the content. As well as, you know, you think about Apple, the technology company, and most people don't think about technology company storytellers, but they're like the ultimate storytellers. And it mm-hmm. made the ad a little bit more relevant of the times as opposed to here's an iPhone to buy, right? It's like, here's what's going on in the world and we should probably be paying attention to mm-hmm. Earth. It's the only place we really got that we can call home and to have people fuel that mm. campaign. I thought it was dope. Dope. Yeah. Um, so just to jump in, I mean, for me, um, I'm not going to lie, I looked this up while we was doing this podcast, but um, to me, one of the things that really stood out to me was the, if you guys remember, the Fearless Girl statue that they put, yeah, I saw that that too. They put um, down in Wall Street, yeah. and I don't know, I just thought it was like a great physical piece and campaign because it just kind of stood out, and it was kind of disruptive, it, it got a lot of press, it got a lot of social media. And Wasn't it like a financial company? Um, actually, fund that it was. If I'm not mistaken, some other finance company because that's in front of the uh, what that's the uh, bull, right? Yeah, uh, the yeah, Merrill Lynch, in front the, of the, the Merrill Lynch bull, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it was another finance company, oh, uh, or like what we call like a you know fintech or you know financial services company that actually funded that. So it's almost like they're taking jabs at this bull with a little girl being that last year was the other woman. Yeah, and this little girl now has to kind of fend off this bull, right? Mm-hmm. But it's funny. I think that same finance company 
ran by a bunch of guys who don't have no women on the board. I can't oh, remember, right? I got to go back and look at <laughs> yeah, it because I saw... We're going to get the info. And, yeah, it was and, crazy. And it was something controversial about that. Yeah, I mean, but to me, to me, regardless of the controversial part, I, I thought it was really inspiring. I mean, like, um, I have a two-year-old niece, and it's just, like, as much positive vibes for, like, pushing, you know, women in the right direction, I think this was really good. And, you know, this is something like... I mean, she's two, so she probably wouldn't understand it, but... Right. As she gets older and she Googles it and looks it up, like I think it would be cool to see, like, oh, shit, that's really cool. Like, right. You know. The before that, and that's after. A dope, yeah, that's a, that's a dope piece. Um, what about you, Rose? What about you? Um, Rose? Uh, nah, so, like, my shit is going to be kind of corny, but fuck it. Like, one is, like, a PSA. Mm. Um, PSAs it, are great. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's like. PSA by. It's like a bullying PSA of Burger King. So basically, oh yeah, nah, that was funny. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. And, yeah, and I thought that was funny. The this this dude at the job had actually because like we do the shit at the job where we got to present some shit like every week and then we talk about all this kind of, like ads and shit. And this one dude at the job, uh, he did the shit. And I was like, yo, this shit is kind of funny, but whatever. <laughs> right. You know, people got their feelings about PSAs, whatever. So basically, it's these kids. They're all actors, of course, and they're in a, a Burger King. And what is happening is like. Shouts to what would you do? Right, exactly. Stole that mm-hmm. idea. So basically, uh, one of the kids they're getting bullied, right, by this by this uh, uh, two or three other kids. Is it cyber bullying or regular bullying? Not nah, regular bullying, like real bullying. Like, in the, like, yeah, like the, the, the bullying we dealt with from our, from in, in your our, face, yeah, in your face. <laughs> okay. And then what ha- what happens is like they're waiting to see uh, if like an adult will like just step in or say something. So the flip on it is Burger King said like whoever didn't help. We're gonna bully your fucking whopper. So like, you got a guy back there like punching motherfuckers whoppers and shit, oh, and word. giving it totally to them. Fucking oh, word. <laughs> I like that. That's so, kind of dope. So and then when the per- when the person gets their their food, yeah. they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? Like, why is my whopper smashed mm. in?" And I'm like, "Let me talk to the manager." And then at the end of it, uh, it's like two people who came in to help, and it was like a lady and a guy. And then, yeah, I thought that was beautiful. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, I thought it was kind of dope. And then the person was like, yo, you didn't see the kid over there getting bullied while you didn't help. And then kind of making people feel No, nah, I like that because it's like, okay, so you inquiring about why your Whopper got fucked up. But you saw some kid getting jacked up and you didn't anything. So, right. But now you want to actually do something about a, a burger. Right. Like, that, that's and, ill. That's and, actually and the pretty ill. And thing about that shit is because, like, I feel like, especially in New York, we live in a society where it's like, we just mind our fucking business. I'm on a train. <laughs> right. Listen. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want what, what, what the young dude say. I don't. I don't want no uh, smoke. I want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. I'm saying I don't want no smoke. Just I'm because I'm, like really, our mind frame is getting from A to B. Yeah. So like I'm just trying to get to work. So exactly. And now I think it kind of made a play on that to say, all right, you know what? Step in and say some shit. Gotcha. So. Nah, I like that. Yeah, I thought that was a dope ad. So all right. You know, we couldn't have a podcast without talking about some Trump shit. Of course. So it's you the year know, the Trump. This is. Uh, uh, today is January 18th and if you do know or don't know Trump said some things about um, countries it's all alleged let's say allegedly he said this yeah we gotta you know what I'm saying oh we yeah gotta we this. gotta put the asterisk because no one's admitting it he said it come on son <laughs> he said this shit in, in the White House allegedly but anyway let, let me let me tell you guys what the quote was I was looking it up so Fuck it, the exact it. quote <laughs> one of the sources who was brief said that why do we want all these people from Africa here? They're shithole countries. We should have more people from Norway. Um, and, you know, does that, I could kick this off. Um, and then also, just to follow up, he also said, and I think, no, not that he said it. It's actually happened. He, he has a current ban on Haitians from applying for low-skill work visas. Yeah. So just to jump into the quote, I mean, my... I don't expect anything less from our uh, commander in chief. I think I can't remember what comedy special it is, but uh, Chris Rock had this joke where he said if he was getting interviewed by Matt Lauer or somebody, <laughs> and he jumped across the table and started stabbing him in his neck, Chris Rock would be mad at himself for letting right. Matt Lauer not exactly. recognizing the racism. He was like, "Yo, I should have expected that." So, so I should come in. So you know, I don't expect anything less. I mean, my only disappointment. And the government and what's going on is the people who are coming out of this meeting saying, oh, I didn't really, I didn't hear anything. 
I didn't. I don't know what was going on. I didn't. I didn't really see, catch it, that. And when I didn't so, really catch that line. And when somebody say that, that that means they said it. Yeah. Right. Because right? like everybody gonna say, I don't know. So everybody don't motherfucking know. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Somebody know. I, mean, I don't know how many people were in the that. room, but but yeah. I mean, look, I mean, whether he said it or not, I mean, it, in my opinion, it don't even really matter. Word. He's a seventy year old wealthy rich white guy, not so not super literate. He's very privileged. I mean, he's just being himself, right? He catered his base. I mean, I mean, more than anything, this is him really liking all this attention, right? Oh, my yeah, biggest issue. My biggest sure. issue with you know more than anything is that a person like him is like really inspiring people in Congress to pass these type of laws, right. and you know what's supposed to make this country so quote unquote great, in my opinion, is the diversity, right? Oh, yeah, of course. But he's being biased, right? Norway versus. You know, Haiti right. versus countries in and Africa. They, and then they try to defend it by saying, like, oh, no, he actually meant, you know, skilled workers and people Bullshit. who are trained. Nah, that motherfucker just and too people petty. People who went to college and people who know this sort of stuff. Yeah. He's but go too, ahead, yeah. Nah, I'm just saying, like, he's just too petty. Like, I mean, the reality is everything he's doing right now is so <laughs> it's so fixed on what the the previous president did. And I'm just going to do I'm, the fucking... I'm sorry to laugh because it... it it, it, it's just it's just funny because it's just such bullshit. <laughs> no, not what you're no, no, saying. No, no, not what you're about to say. It is, no, I agree. It's, it's I agree. It's like it, it. It's he's just trying to reverse the the previous president. Yeah, because right? yeah. Who like, really wanted a black man? In I charge? think, but but here's the thing. Like, it's less about all that shit because, like, I kind of knew with which uh, where we were going directionally, yeah. and to be honest. Like I wasn't really fucking with Hillary neither, but that's another conversation. Ooh. But here's the thing: here's we the got thing. two other podcasts we gotta do. We okay. gotta do religion. Hillary had a problem. We gotta do yeah. religion in the black community. Super predators. Yeah. Super and then predator. we gotta talk about she Hillary. had a problem and how Fuck her husband Hillary. fucking put more black people in prison Ooh, than yeah. fucking talk ever slaves it. in America. But that's talk another conversation. We ain't gonna talk about that. That's another podcast. But here's the thing: here's the thing with him. It's like it's just more about a reflection of the people, right? That's true. Yeah, it's the people who are like. You know, this not saying okay. nothing about yeah. this bullshit, or, or or actually, you know, pushing this shit forward. Right. So I mean, I mean nobody, that's my thing. Nobody wants to admit when they did something wrong. I don't think so, that they thought that they were wrong, though. No, I, but what I'm saying is, if they pull them out of office, that's going to be admitting we but, fucked uh, up. But here's the thing: like a lot of this shit needs to change. Like from the founding fathers, quote unquote, and how America used to be. Like shit has fucking changed. Look, the Bible changed and church changed with the Vatican too. Hey, right? With media and all year. that shit. It so I, I, I feel like just like this, as far as like relationships, marriages, like we're just in a time where, you know what, like the internet and fucking technology is running shit. We need to adjust the margins and, and change the rules a little bit for some of the shit that's happening. So first rule, anybody <laughs> over 60 can't be president. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? I mean, think about it. Think about anybody that's 70 plus. They don't like nobody. Oh, yeah, they don't like nobody. And my mom is 70 I was plus. telling somebody. She don't like none of us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Shit, when I be 70, I'm cursing everybody the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Right. I mean, think Bring about kids. Think about anybody that's over 70, yeah. right? Trip almost 70, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to that out. <laughs> but, he yeah, he don't like nobody. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes nobody. Angry black. Yeah, he is. Angry. I'm, I'm angry, but he is yeah. angry. But, yeah, man, you think about it over a certain age, unless you're, like, really chill, most people over a certain age just hate everybody. Right. Yeah. And it just get exacerbated or, you know, fueled with more things such exactly. as, you know, yeah, no, I agree. immigration or quote-unquote lack of jobs because Americans are not skilled workers and we're too lazy I mean, to learn how to goddamn code. I think that's associated with change. Like, it is associated with change. That, that, that Older people don't like the change. Is associated oh, yeah, with change. Yeah. And it's like, because you got to think, when that motherfucker was coming up, us even being in this game... <laughs> Us, us doing like, this podcast. Right. <laughs> Why? You see a, that shit coming? There'll be, there'll be a lit cross right outside. Yeah, yeah, come right. on. And we so really surprised. It's the same guy, same guy who took out an ad against the Central Park Five. Exactly. And mm. he turned out to be innocent. Yeah. I, I will say the one good thing about Trump, not Trump, Damn, but. He um, a preference. But uh, but but uh, I, I did go to Trump Tower one time because I was pretty interested after he got elected. Like, hey, like, what's the. What's the big deal with this guy? What's the right. big deal with this place? His daddy loaned, gave him $2 million to start off. That's that's the big deal. Okay. Now, I'm just talking about the, the building uh-huh. itself. 
Um, <laughs> the difference between but Trump ice cream is actually really good. <laughs> what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so, so I'm gonna just tell a quick story. So, you so, ate this motherfucker ice cream. So I don't know if he's produ- pause. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's pro- personally producing it, but I had a creative. He was like, "Hey, you know this ice cream shop in Trump Tower?" Right. So I was like, "All right, fuck it, let's go check it out." So we, it was me, two creatives. One guy was kind of protesting. But I was like, "Yo, chill," because I'm gonna get shot. Just for going with y'all. Right. And they ain't gonna fuck with you. They, they, they ain't gonna, gonna fuck, fuck with the them. other dude. They ain't gonna fuck with them. Yeah, when I say you mean the other guy. Um, and so we went in there, you know, he he you know, he has like black employees in there, but it's it's just the, just to paint the picture, it feels like literally when you walk in the door and you're in the building, it feels like you're literally in the eighties because nothing in that building has changed since then. Architectural since he built it. Since he built it. Yeah. I heard his office like that. I heard oh, yeah, his I'm office sure. is pretty much the same. Way what it was when he first, you know, moved into the right. building as it was built, right? I, right? Like, you know, things are fading on the wall. I heard that yeah. same exact thing. I read that book, uh, what Fire and Fury talked mm. about that. Great book, by the way. Um, but I will say, I did not pay for the ice cream, but it was delicious. What flavor did you have? I, I, I uh, pause. cookies and cream, <laughs> of course, you did. Cookies and cream. of course, yo, right, you got anyway, the most, go you go to a Trump, <laughs> you go to a Trump building, yeah. got his shit. Getting ice cream, and you got the softest fucking ice cream up in there, yo. Just, they had, yo, they it's had like gelato yo, too. That's the equivalent, that yo. That's the equivalent going to like a clan rally, <laughs> expecting like I don't know a kumbaya moment. Fuck Trump. Damn Tony. We move, we moving on. <laughs> we moving on. So Grammy predictions or I don't even. I'll be real with you. Bro. I don't fuck I, with I, that I, shit. Either. I don't uh, care about it really. I I, I should. No, but I don't, you care. But but I, I mean, but I, look, I, I'm gonna say maybe K Dot may get uh, one. So let me jump into the categories real quick, and then okay. And then Are I, we I picking who we think will win or who we want to win? No, who, I mean who you think will win. I'm gonna throw out a category, the list, and you okay. tell me who you like in that list. All right, record of the year: Redbone, Charles Gambino. That shit was dope. Despacito, Luis Fonzi, and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. See, I don't know nobody but Charles Gambino on that list. So I'm, I'm... The story of OJ, Jay Z. Well, that's dope. That shit's dope. That's dope. Humble by Kendrick Lamar and Twenty Four Karat Matt. Uh, 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. That shit might win because uh, that cause shit is that, that's that pop shit. I mean, Despacito was. I mean, yo, yo, Bruno Mars is a fake ass Mouse, mouse Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not. Um, Mars well, Day. That was dope. dope, but you say he's a, <laughs> like say he's a fake, fake ass. <laughs> that shit so is, you ain't feeling that shit he did with Cardi B? I don't fuck with none of that shit, man. <laughs> yo, bro, Zach King. Who you think went in that category? Um. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what I want to win. I, I I really want that that story of OJ to win, and the yeah, reason I want that why to win. that was because dope. you that know what. I, so here's the thing: I fucking listen to story of OJ at least when I go to work, like at least three times a week. It's a good and the narrative. thing about this the story he it's only mentions narrative. OJ one yeah. time <laughs> in the song in the beginning. But the thing about it is, so I broke this shit down. I thought about. It. I was like, yo, that's this shit is dope, right? So mm-hmm. he says, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Like, okay. okay. So then he's like, uh, house. Whatever, don't f with me. So like now you got the street cat who was telling his perspective. Yeah, yeah. And now, and then he goes and Jay says, "I tell him, please don't um, die over the neighborhood that your mama ran." So like now it's two perspectives. Like, right. and he was both cats. So now it's like, how? What lens are you looking at? Right. And, and then you just have a nigga, You have I mean, a motherfucker. Yeah. You have a motherfucker like OJ who just like I'm so disconnected from all this shit. Like I. This shit, like y'all go fight that battle. Yeah, OJ. yeah. Thank God. This shit. So, is, so and anyway, how he but, ended up. But, so you want OJ to win? No, I want that shit to win. I want. I agree. Right, so we we just gonna go with what you want to win. Sorry. Album of the year: Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino, Four Four Four, Jay Z, Damn Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama Lord, and Twenty Four Karat Mar- Magic. I want to keep saying. This. So those Bruno last Mars. two trash. In my I ain't fucking with that shit. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, I can say That's that. Like I'm, I'm a little kids kid. and yeah, shit. Yeah, whatever. You know what that shit is like? What? You ever seen the Five Heartbeats? Yeah. And you know the dude, who's the dude, Flash? He joined yeah, the yeah. group and then he, he did the shit at the end of the movie. He had the gold hair. Crossing and over. he was like, he was like he hammer dancing over. and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And all the kids was like, yeah, yeah. That's what and then the old, and the motherfuckers be like, yo, this dude is a, th- Flash? Y'all yeah, like Flash. That's how I feel about Mar- I feel like those first three you mentioned is a hard one. So, I mean, look, if I had to just pick one, I mean, I'm going to go with K-Dot. I'm going to go with Jay. I'm going, wrong with I'm, going, that. I'm going. I'm going to go with K Dot because I want him to win, but I feel like Jay is owed. I gotta hear this like K Dot album. I feel like again. Jay is owed from the years of non Grammy. Yeah, wins. and you talking about this is 
rap album of the year? This is album of the year. Album of the year. Album. No. Overall. Uh, see. Oh, so that's a different. Yeah. I get that to Jay. I get it to Jay. Jay need that. And that child is getting being on album was yeah. fire. Yo, that's a dope that's album, a though, dope. man. Yo, that's a dope <laughs> album. I mean, look, I be re- any one of those get it, I'll be cool. But just off respecting the OG, I give it to Jay. If I had to go off something that was purely like pure music, yeah. that child's got me on shit like that. Man. The Kendrick album but is K-Nine fire, dope, though. but I like the other one better. That's and that's saying, what like, that's K-Nine what that's that's the dope. problem I have because sometimes. I look at the work you did like right before it, and yeah. I'm like, nah, I like that shit better. Yeah. So, you know, K. Dot, if he win, I'm 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 happy with that. Well, okay, let's talk a little bit about that, right? So, what what was the last hip hop urban act to win album of the year? Oh, I don't even know. I, don't, I know Outkast won it like a long time ago with uh, "Speak About Love Below," right? But I can't remember it was there anybody after that, right? So, if you look at it like this. Those three top that we just mentioned, they're from the hip hop community. Even the Challenge Gambino album was a you know straight up and down, R and what music album, right? Yeah. Um, but he's still hip hop. Yeah, he raps. He, like, yeah, he's still a hip hop dude. And so, he got bars. He got bars. So I feel like <laughs> if any one of those win, and that the culture wins, yeah. right? And you're talking about real hip hop. So I don't know. I mean, for me, album of the year, if I had to get to somebody, I get to Jay. Why not? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Outcast, 2004. That was last time, right? Album, that album, yeah. album of the year. That's crazy. Yo. 2004. That's what 14 years ago. And then before that, um, and if you want, I don't think Steely Dan is black, right? Steely Dan is a white group. Okay, they got Lauren, they, Lauren Hill, 99. 99. Damn. And education. Then, and then before that, Whitney Houston, 94. So Steely Dan, like, dope. So many gaps in terms of like a black. Peter Gunsell for that. Won it. The last person to win it, just for people who want to know, Adele won it last year. But we just talking about urban acts, right? Yeah. Well, just say black acts. I don't because yeah. you know everybody. Urban, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But so you are saying Outkast, Lauren Hill, and Whitney Houston yep. win the album of the year? Yeah. Did Michael Jackson ever win album of the year? Um, let me go through the list. I mean. Shit, off the wall. You mean to tell me? Off the wall. Or... All this beautiful music we've been producing, we've only gotten the album of the year. But that's why I don't care about it. Like, that's why it's and, and this is I, why I agree. Like, I, 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 I yeah, mean, he won it in '84 for Thriller. That's it. What about Off the Wall? I ain't win nothing. Nah, he, I, well, it didn't win album of the year. I didn't. I didn't go through. Nah, sorry. Don't worry about it. Because I, I don't. I don't. '84. Yeah, man. God. Damn. I don't go fuck about the Grammys. I don't yeah, go the fuck about God. the Oscars. Like uh, all right, so real quick, just to wrap wrap this up. I love it. Says, no, I'm just saying. Since you're talking about rap, you know, let's just keep it in rap. Love it. Best best <laughs> best rap performance. Bounce back. Big Sean. Bodak Yellow. Cardi B. Four four four. Jay Z. Humble Kendrick. Bad and bougie Migos. When they say rap performance, are they yeah, mean like mean on stage? I like think they mean on stage? Yeah. I don't know. I don't ever see motherfuckers perform. Well, actually, no, uh, that's a weird topic. I mean, that's a weird category. Because the next category. category, I'm gonna go with bad and bougie because no, that shit was well, inspired. I was, I was gonna say yeah, the next. Well. The next category is best rap sung performance. So it's I don't know. It's weird the way they categorize. We, we, one, we could we could look it up right, uh, we, yeah, at some point. Could, but I mean, yeah. I guess I'm gonna go with bad and bougie because that shit was just fire. They caught the culture. Yeah, they that caught, shit the culture. caught the culture. All right, let's move on from that. Um, and then we just wrap it up with the last two. Best rap song, Bodak Yellow. I'm not even gonna read it because it got mad all the writers on this shit. Um, Bodak Yellow, Chase Me, um, Humble. What's Chase Me? Uh, Chase Me. Some pop shit. Some pop like, shit. You ain't gonna like. You ain't gonna like. Um, Humble, Sassy, and then the story of OJ. What Best the fuck rap is, song? What's Sassy? Yeah. I don't know, bro. We got. We gonna have to play that. Oh, yo. it's from Rhapsody. So uh, Rhapsody, though. Oh, I respect yo. Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Yeah, Rhapsody. Um, I don't know. I, I've seen. I don't know. I, I've I've have seen Humble live. I always had to say Humble, man. I give yeah, Humble. I don't care. I gotta give it to I, whoever. <laughs> yo, oh, yeah. say like whatever. Last, I, I give it a Humble. Last category, and then we go into the next topic. Four, four, four. Best rap album. Four, four, four. Damn. Culture. Layla's wisdom. My Rhapsody. And always my name. The the. The artist, because I feel like you should know who the other people were, and or Flower Boy, talented creator. I like what? Flower Boy. Flower Boy, dope. I like Flower Boy, but I don't know if it's best best no, 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 no. Not bad. I like Flower Boy. Like Flower Boy, dope. But shouts to Tyler because I like I like, I like Tyler. Tyler. Man. He's always experimenting. Yeah, he is. He's pushing it. Some shit new. But you come new on, shit, you're gonna man. have to give it to Jay, man. Yeah. 
I mean, yo, you kind of have to, to, right? To me, to me, it's a if if if, if Jay wins best it's Jay album, and K not. if Jay wins best album, K dot gotta get best rap album. I give you that because he got robbed when um Macklemore. Good Kid, Mad City came yeah. out, and well, he didn't get that fucking Grammy. For yeah, it. yeah, I, I I give it to K dot and Jay get best. Yeah, yeah, because I, because to me, K dot if you if you listen to Damn for those who haven't listened, it's just a consistent story and a, a great story and a, and, a, and a vibe. And I feel like he took all the albums and put it into this one and made it great, but not poppy. And, and, and I just feel like just the way he raps and the shit, the shit he put together. And also I'm going to listen to that tie tonight. it all together. The tour. Cause I went to the tour. I went to see it at Barclays. Yeah, My see God. Tour. tour was good, bro. Like everything kid has been doing from like his new stylist mm. shouts, shouts to Diane, you know, his stylist, to everything he's been doing, it has been elevated, and I respect Jay. I mean, I think he deserves it, but I mean, K Dot for this year, it's like, yo, like I feel like he took it to another level. But mm. I, I gotta listen to that album again. I'm gonna just go with the Jay, um, just because this Brooklyn, rap Brooklyn this, shit. This, no, nah, not necessarily just Brooklyn shit. It's just like maturation, like just a, 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 a mature. He has matured, level. like, and it's like, I, I and, and, and it's almost yeah. like, but it's not, it's not corny. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like yo, you talking about like you got track like legacy, and he's talking to his daughter like yo, like the the, the definition of generational wealth. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and just certain things that he touched on. Right. I mean, because like if you think about like Lauren Hill's album was a great album. It was it was great because of the content. Not to say that K Dot doesn't have great content because right, right, he right. does. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: it's almost like how you know how I feel. We talked about this like I like feel like you yeah. know J Cole. Like I like J Cole. J Cole's dope. But the shit that he raps about, it you don't it's feel not it. a ref- I don't no, yeah, feel yeah, it like it's not a reflection it. of me. You talking about um the first time the first time he had his lose yeah, virginity went to the same college and shit. it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm just saying like you talking about like I ain't never did <laughs> oh this before like God. that that doesn't mean that much to me like that 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 may, now I fuck with there's people that now he's talking to a specific audience yeah it ain't us I'm saying that it's, audience it's me. is no that's cool that's cool like you know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Right. It, 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 so that's that's kind of like just where I... No, nah, I feel you, yeah, man. Yeah. I totally feel you. All right. So I like how you said that. And, and that's a great way to wrap, you know, wrap this first podcast up. Um, You know, want to give a round of applause for the, for, for the ad bros that we made did it. it. We did it. Brooklyn, we next, did it. Next time, we're we going to gonna have everybody and more people on. It's going to be a, a, a tough crowd and, and a lot more conversation. Oh, but yeah. no, I, I like what you said. It's just like not only doing something, but... You said shaping that craft and perfecting it. And I think I think that's really important. It's like if you know, for our audience out there, if you if you're gonna do something and you're gonna jump into something new or something you always want to do, don't just, just do it one time and, and say you did it. You gotta make adjustments. Do it, examine yourself, critique yourself, ask your friends if they really your friends, they'll critique you and give you um, you know, positive um yes. feedback and, and, and you keep making it better. You don't gotta be a pro, but be good. Well, that's the purpose of ad bros. We keep exactly. each other check a lot of times in whatever we do. So Exactly. That's real. And, you know, I just want to shout out again, Electro Positive, for, you know, letting us host this first episode. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we're going to get some sponsors and we're going to get some money, some more liquor, <laughs> some, some more some more, some more, more ratchet uh, conversations. And, you know, join us next time. The Oscars are coming up. So, Trash. I, I, and I, I don't wanna, give a fuck about I don't it. Care about I don't care about that. I, I, but we'll, you know, stick around for that. Yeah, yeah we talk. I, I, lo- I love films. So, you know, I def- that's that's the topic that's near and dear to my heart. So, I definitely want to talk about that. So, but, I love films too. I just don't give a fuck about the Oscars. Oh, man. Rose is an anarchist. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I love you. Peace. Good morning, good evening, and good night. Peace.